This is Gemara and Ksubis Daf, Ayin Zayin, all the learning for this month, the month of El, as we get closer and closer to Rosh Hashanah, has been generously sponsored as an incredible schos, Eli Neshama, Vasarezel, Basra Meir, Mirza Shem. The learning in Tarek Habura today will be concluding the seventh parak of Ksubis Mirza Shem, should bring Vasarezel, Basra Meir to an higher iron place in Ganeidin Shalmailo. We're holding on, I involve him in the base. We are two lines in the bottom, which we quote the din of the Mishnah. We quote the din of the Mishnah, it says, say the So the Mishnah concluded with the differentiation from the Chachamim, where are these Mumin? That which we've been discussing the past few days, if a husband wants to stay married or doesn't want to stay married to a wife, when he finds out she has a mum, says the Gemara, where was that mum? Is that mom in an external place, a place that is visible to all? Or says the Chachamim? Or is it internally and therefore no one was able to see what it was? So says the Gemara Omar Rav Nachman explains Rav Nachman as we turn over to Ayin Zayin Omid Alf. Says Rav Nachman, Says Rav Nachman, epilepsy, someone who faints all the time, is compared to a hidden type of mom. Bahani Bili explains the Gemara, the Kabbalah's man, explains the Gemara that this din, that you have a fixed time, is only if there is, excuse me, is only when the Kabbalah's man, that it's possible that a woman could conceal this condition. But if there is no time, if there's no fixed time, if she has these epileptic fits at any given moment, then there's no way that she could conceal it, and then it's going to be considered a revealed mum, which the husband would we would assume would have known about before going into this marriage. Continues the Gemara in the Mishnah. Now we flip the coin, and now we move over to the man. What if the husband has a mum, and the wife does not want to stay married to him? So says the Mishnah on the top of Nunzai, if the man develops a mom, we do not force him to divorce his wife. Says Rashbag, which is explain exactly what it is. As Rashi points out, then we do indeed force him to divorce his wife. So now we're discussing not that the woman has a mom, but rather the husband. And says the Mishnah, a small mom, the woman will overlook. But a large mom, she will not. Says the Gemara of Tani, says Rabbi Yehuda, Naldai. He learned that the Lashon of the Mishnah is Naldai, that the husband develops these women, they came after the marriage. Chebarav Tani, that he had these women all along. So explains the Gemara, Ma'adamar Naldu, Koshkin Hayu. If there's a Ma'adam, that's us. That even when it is Naldu, even when the mom came after they got married. We still do not force the man to divorce his wife. Certainly, if the mom was there prior. Why? Says the Gemara, the Kasavra, the Kibla. Because she knew about it and she accepted it. However, Mandam or Hayu, but the other way, the Mandam that says she had the mom all along, I will not die, lie. But if they came afterwards, then not necessarily does he, is he not forced to divorce her because she never knew about it. And therefore, maybe the din of the Mishnah would change. Says the Gemara, let's try to prove what's going on. To now we learn to the Mishnah. Oh, my Reb Shimon Gamliel, this is quoting the Mishnah. 
It makes a lot of sense. The man to Omar that says that the mum came into being after marriage. I understand the differentiation between mum and mum Of course, she did not know about it. And therefore, we're saying that's only a small mum. She potentially didn't know about it. But a big mum, then we do force him to get divorced. Ella, the mandamar, are you? If she had the mum says the Gemara, don't understand. If he always had this mum, what's the difference? The type of mum, Even if it's a large mum, asks the Gemara if she knew about it prior. Then why would there be a reason why he would not? He would have to divorce her. Obviously, she knew about it, and it didn't bother. Says the Gemara, no. She thought, I'll be able to live with this man. I'll be able to not mind this mum that he has. But now she says, I realize I can't do it. And of course, that would only be my mum, Katan. And that's going to be the differentiation in the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, what are these women? Explains of Shimon Gamliel, his eye is blinded, or his hand is cut off, or his foot is shattered. These are large women. Itmar says the Gemara of Abba Bar Yaakov, Amar Rav Yechol Lachik of Shimon Gamliel, that's what he's asking. Rav Amar Rav Nachol Lachik of the Rechonim. Ask the Gemara, Mi Rav Yechol and Achin as Rechon really see that. Vah, Amar Rav Chana Rav Yechol and Bechol Magish Hashanah of Shimon Gamliel, which is in Allah Kamaisai. But Rav Yechol learned that we always baskin like Rashbag Chutz, except for three famous cases. Mi Rav Yisid and Verayach Raina. Says the Gemara, Amarai, Ninu Ali with Rav Yechanan. It's true, these are different Amarayim in quoting what was indeed the opinion of Rav Yechanan. We continue in the next Mishnah of today, and I'm saying halfway down, that the Mishnah continues discussing different mumin. Says the Mishnah of Elu Shekhaibin The following mumin we do force the man to divorce his wife. Mukas Shechin. If the man is full of boils, Ubal, Poilipos, or he has a polypus, a type of disease that makes him repulsive. Or he gathers, as the Gemara is going to explain, he collects excrement. He deals with whether he had these conditions all along or they came afterwards. Regardless, these are the cases where we force him to get divorced. And in all these cases, Says Rameyer, in all these cases, he's able to say that, I, she's able to say, excuse me, that I thought I'd be able to live with him, but I realized that I'm not able to. That is what, how Rameyer explains. On the second medium-sized line, No, she be maker. Accept them against her will. Chotz, except for Mukashchen. Mukashchen is the only case in which we do not force her to stay married to him. Why not? Explains the Mishnah, you know why? Because if she has intimate relations with him, it's going to cause his flesh to fall apart. And that's going to make his condition even worse. All the other mumin, we do indeed, defor- we do indeed, 
force the husband to divorce her for her benefit. But if the husband has boils, then we force him to divorce her for his own benefit. Why? Because he can never be in a situation that he prevents his wife from having intimate relations. Continues the Mishnah. There's a story in a place called Sidon involving a Borsi, a tanner. So the question was, what's the story with Yibam? On one hand, the husband was a tanner, so therefore we see the wife could handle it. So is there a form of Yibam? Says the Mishnah, she could say, She's able to say nothing doing to your brother who was a tanner. I was able to stay married to, but to you, I cannot handle it. Says the Gemara. Now we're going to go and delve further into a lot of the movement in the Mishnah. My Abal Pelipos, what was Abal Pelipos? You know, we refer to, refer to someone who has bad breath. Excuse me, he had an odor of the nose. The Bryce says he has bad breath. Ravashi Masti Ibchab and Manach was the Manar Ravashi learned to the opposite, and he gave a simon Shmuel Abazik Pume Mikule Birkin, and the simon that he gave to remember that Shmuel's mouth did not stop from discussing the entire chapter, and that's a simon showing us that Shmuel is the opinion that's going to be the Reach Hapab, as we remember that he was talking in the entire parrot. We continue with the Mishnah, it said, Hamekamates, literally one who gathers in handfuls. My This refers to one who collects the tsaya, the manure of a dog. That is with his own hands, and that is the case that it's pretty difficult to live with such a man. No, Makamit is not one that collects excrement, says the Braisa. It's a tanner. Says the Gemara Melkul, it's a mech based on what you're saying, did she look must so we can ask for the Mishnah itself? What did the Mishnah say? I'm a Kamit, I'm a Tsar, the Cheshitha Borsi. So we see that the Kamit is not a Borsi. So, Bish, I'm the Masis and Lokash, Kamborsi, Kotan, Kamborsi, Kotan. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah makes a lot of sense. You know why? Because the Mishnah, one of them, we were talking about a small tanner. And when it's a large tanner, excuse me, and when it says mechanates, that's referring to a small tanner. Elder of Yudha Kasha explains the Gemara Tanoyit, Machlaikis, Tanoyim, the Tanim Mechamis, the Borsi, Vishamis, the Mechamates, Soyas, Kalavim, so Machlaikis, what is a Mechamates? Is it a tanner or is it one that collects the excrement of a dog? Continuing in the Gemara over to two dots, eight lines of the white lines, I inside them and out. What is a literally refiner of copper? Duty says Ravashi refers to a copper smith who pounds kettles. Not that they pound kettles, but he mines copper from the ground. Continuing the theme of people who potentially are forced to divorce their wife, says Raf, a case that we spoke about extensively. Someone says, I'm not going to feed my wife and I'm not going to give her anything, let her take care of herself. We force him to divorce her and pay her ksuba. So Rav Lazar went and said this in front of Shmuel. Shmuel said, Feed barley to a Lazar. Says, well, I don't understand. Why are we forcing him to divorce his wife? Force him to feed his wife. Viraf, 
explains the Gemara. So what exactly did Rav mean? In Adar Nachash Bichfifa. Rav held you can't live with a snake with a basket. Therefore, it's impossible for the husband to live in such a matziv. Therefore, we don't say we force him to feed her, but rather we could divorce her. On this case is where they fed, they fed Elazar barley in Bavel. This was where the story occurred. Continues the Gemara, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav Asi. The first wide line. Ein Maisin Ela Lipsilas. Ein Maisin. Maisin is coming from the form of the word that means to force. We do not force a man to divorce his wife. Ela Lipsilas. Unless they're married to a woman who is possible. Ki Amrita Kamei De Shmuel Amar Ki Goin. What's the case of someone who's possible? Those cases we force to get divorced. But if someone is married to a woman who doesn't have children for 10 years, we do not force him to divorce her. But that was one way of learning Shmuel. We force him to get divorced. Tanan. So explains the Gemara, Kasha on the second way of learning. We learned in a Mishnah, The Mishnah said the following people, we have to divorce them, to divorce the husband, to divorce their wife. Someone with Shechen, or this Baal Pelipas, first with, with the odor of the nose or the mouth. According to Rav Asi, says the Gemara, I understand the Mishnah, why? Because the Mishnah says only cases of Rabbanan, but not cases of the Raisa, like these cases of Yichos. Why isn't this case of a mom of someone who doesn't have children for 10 years, why isn't that listed in the Mishnah? Says of Nachman, you know the difference is, where they did not have children, we force the husband through words. The case in the Mishnah, we force him by beating him up with physical force. Why? Because she's not able to tolerate the fact that he had all these moments. Ask Rav Abba, I don't understand. The Pasuk says, with words, but Dvarim Layuzar Evedos Eved will not be disciplined. So how could you say that we force a man to fulfill the mitzvah Puravu, that we force him through words? We see that forcing with words is not enough. Elam Rav Abba, Hava Bishaiti. Says Rav you're right. The both refer to forcing with force. Turning over to Ayin, Zayin Omid Beis. But explains the Gemara in the case of our Mishnah, of the wife says, I'll stay with him despite the woman, and then we let her do so. But over here, in this case, not having children, we don't let her stay married. Asks the Gemara, what do you mean? In the case of Mughashchen, even though she is saying that I want to stay married to him, we don't let her. Because having relations deteriorates and ruins the condition of the Mughashchen, the boils. Katani awesome, and we learned it. Explains the Gemara. Means that she says I'll live with him with witnesses, meaning we will not be intimate together and therefore will not aggravate his conditions of boils. 
Whereas in this case, if he says, if she says, excuse me, I'll live with him with witnesses, we don't let her do so. Why not? Because it's going to prevent him from fulfilling the mitzvah of Pru Urivu. Continues the Gemara on the topic of Boyle's Tanya. Omar Rav Yaisi. Ten lines down, the first one line is Yaisi. Sochli Zokin Echem Yashushalayim, one of the elders of Jerusalem told me the following guys in Barba Mukishchinin, the 24 types of boils. And all these types of boils. Chazal taught us that having Dashmish relations are harmful to them. And the worst of them all is Bale Rasin. Mimayave says the Gemara. Where does this condition called Rasin, where does it come from? The if someone lets blood and then has dashrish with his wife, he's going to have a bonim vasikin and feeble children. He gives you shneim and shimshuv. They both love blood and they slept with each other. Havle bonin bale rason. That's when they have these kids with this dreadful disease called rason. This is only if they didn't eat something. After letting blood, you eat something, it gives you the kayach. Then there is no problem. My Simone says the Gemara, two lines for the medium sized lines. What are the symptoms of this disease called Rasun? Dalfon, Ene, the eyes teary, the diave, nechire, the nostrils run, Vaisila, Rere, Mepume, and this lots of spit in his mouth, Ramu, Didva, Luye, and there's flies swarming all around him. Continues the Gemara on the first medium sized line. My Asute, what is the cure for this disease called Rason? Pili excuse me, Penny Royal and Wormwood, Girda Daguza Girda Dashba, and together with this Wormwood and Penny Royal, the bark of a nut tree and the shavings of a hide, Uklil Malka, and a lily. And what do they do with all these items? They cover them up with red dates, which are um, young dates. You cook it together. And then you take this concoction and you bring it into a marble house. There's no air. And if you don't have a marble house, you take it into a house that's made of shev b'nivaricha. It's a thickness of seven um, rows of bricks thick. Again, in order to ensure that there be no air inside the house. And what do you do? And you take 300 cups of this concoction, you pour it on his head. Until the surface of the skull, the moichi of the brain softens up. You rip open the skull, and that allows you to see this organism that's causing this dreadful disease called Rason. You bring four leaves of Chad, And each, with each Adasim, you lift up the leg of this bug, of this Rason bug in his brain, and you put a leaf underneath. Vishakal Bisivsa, and you remove the organisms with tongs. Vikalile, then burn it. Deluxe, if you don't burn it, it's gonna come back. So how do you get rid of this disease called Rasin? You have to do some open brain surgery. Can open up, soften the skull, open it up, and delicately remove this bl- b- um, bug called Rasin. 
says the Gemara Machris of Yechonon the second white line Azurum as Buzi Shalbali Raisan says of Yechonon you should warn the flies excuse me you should be careful of the flies that are those that are around those who have Rasan Rav Zira Lavi Yosef Zike Rav Zira would not sin in an area that had the same wind as one that had Rasan Rav Lazar Lo Ayel Baalai Rav Lazar wouldn't even go into the tent of someone who had this. He would not eat eggs that came from that neighborhood all with the concern that they're going to contract this horrible disease. Whereas if Yeshua ben Levi didn't distance himself from all these people with disease, what did he do? He stayed with them. And what did he do? He learned the Taira. Omar in the fourth one, Yana Yeles Ahuvim Yales Chain said, Rabbi Shuba and Levi, the Torah calls a beloved hind and has lots of charm. In Chain Malal and Dea Guni Lomigna, if he gives own Chain, certainly he's going to protect them. So Yeshua and Levi was not scared of contracting his disease, and rather he just sat and learned Torah with them. Says the Gemara Kavishachim, and Yeshua and Levi was Nefter Amrle Lamalach Amaves. They said to the Malach ha Maves Zil Avle Ravosa. He said to Malach Maves, "Go do whatever he wishes." Azal is Chazile. The Malach Maves went and told Yishuv and Levi, "Amar lei Achvile Dochtoi." So Yishuv and Levi said to the Malach Maves, "Bring me up to Gan Eden and show me my portion." Amar lei Lechayai, no problem. Amar lei Havlis Akinah. So Yishuv and Levi says, "Give me your knife." Give me your, um, what's it called? Give me your, that uh, knife thing, whatever it's called, sickle. Dilma, Mevazali Borcha, may we come scared of the journey. Yavani Leisel Malcha Maves goes and gives Yeshua and Levi his knife. Kimatala, when they get to Gan Eden, when they got to Gan Eden, the Malcha Maves lifted Yeshua and Levi up and showed him his place. Shivar Nafala Ugisam. Shuban Levi jumped and fell to the other side of the fence. But the Malach HaMavis held on to the corner of Shuban Levi's clothing. Said the Malach said, excuse me, said of Shuman Levi, I make a Shvua that I'm not coming back. So now we have a problem. The Malach HaMavis wants to bring Shuban Levi out of Gan Eden. But... There was a shvua. Omar kutsha brichu says Hashem. I itzel shvua sani ader. If Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi had ever taken a shvua and it was me for that shvua, he has to come back. Eloi loy nader. But if Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi was clean, never took shvuas, then he does not have to come back. So what happens? Omar late. The Malcham of it says Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi have lisaki night. Give me back my knife. Shur ben Levi did not want to give the Malach Anavis back his knife. Nafka Basko v'amralei. Abasko went out and said to me, Shur ben Levi, have me halai. Give him his knife. Demitboi libraisa. You know why you have to give him his knife? Demitboi libraisa. Because it's needed for other people. So what happens next? Machrez Eliyahu Kameh. Shuman Levi is walking into Gan Eden. 
Eliyahu Navi calls out, Benu Makayim Lebar Levoi, Benu Makayim Lebar Levoi. No less than Eliyahu Navi himself yells out, clear up haze for Bar Levoi, clear up place for Bar Levoi. Oh, Zol Ashkeh Lev Shemin Yuchai. So who does Yeshua and Levi meet? He finds the Heli Garashbi. The Rashbi is sitting on 13 chairs of fine gold. So Rashbi says, Rashimah and Levi, you're Bar Levoi. Yes. So Rashbi asks, Rashimah and Levi, do you ever see a rainbow in your life? He says, yes. So he still says, Rashbi, so then you know what? You must not be Bar Levoi. Veloi, says him where it's not true. Tolave Midi, the Loyave Midi, a rainbow indeed was never seen in the days of Shuvan Levi. El Savar Lo Ixlik Tibuslan Ashe. Shuvan Levi didn't want to be haughty. He figured, I'm not going to boast. Interesting, he's up in Ganeiden and he's making up stories to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And that is the end of the story. Interesting, we don't really get the postscript on exactly what happened over here, how he came back down, or if he came back down, and of course, the uh, Mepharshim deal with exactly uh, deeper Shatim in this Gemara. But, time is getting late, let's finish up the parak. Says the Gemara, another story, Rav Chanina Bar Papa, Rav Chanina Bar Papa was a friend to the Malcham of Shei, when it came time for Rav Chanina Bar Papa to die, Amr Lele Malcham of So the Malcham of said to him, excuse me, he said to Malcham of go and do whatever he wants. So he came to Rav Chanina Bar Papa, and he appeared to him. So what did Rachlina Bar Papa? What was his final request? Give him, give me thirty days. I can review all my Taira. The Amri explains Rachlina Bar Papa because they say Hashem Misha Balikan, but Talmuda Biyadai praiseworthy is one that comes here to heaven with his learning in his hands. So Shavkei, so Malcham Avos left in the bus. Listen, Yomim Mazlos Chazal. After thirty days, he comes back. Amar Lehi, Achrili Duchtoi. So now Rachlin of our Baba says, "Show me my place upstairs." Amar Lehi, Lachai, no problem. Amar Lehi, Avli Zikino, give me your knife. Tomavasli Borcha, maybe I'll get scared on the road. Amar Lehi, Kechavroch, boys, Lameveli. So Malcham Avos said, "I'm not falling for this one again." You want to do like your friend, like Yeshua and Levi? I am not giving you my knife. Amar lay eight lines for the end of the Amid, I see safer Tyra. So Rachlina Bar Papa said to the Malcham Aves, bring a safer Tyra and see the Chazi Kayamte. Is there anything in that Tyra that it says that I didn't fulfill? So Amar lay the Malcham Aves says, Did you stick close? Were you close to people who had this rasa? And that was the Milo Rishub and Levi that he said, and he said, and learned Tyra even with these, those afflicted with the worst of diseases. Concludes the Gemara of Afiluachi and nevertheless, when Rachlina Bar Papa was Nifter, even though he didn't go up to Ganadin while he was alive, if there was a pillar of fire that stood. Alma separated himself to the world. That such a scenario only happens once in a generation, or perhaps to two people in a generation. 
Kari Ligabe Rav Alexandria. So what happened? Rav Alexandria went to the Kalm of Fire and Amar Osa Bishvil Kavad Chachamim. Act for the sake of the Chachamim. Meaning they wanted to bury Rav Chanina Bar Baba. But they couldn't get close to him because it was a Kalm of Fire. So he said, Be, move away. For the sake of the Chachamim, Lo Ashach, the fire did not listen. Asa Bishvil Kavad Avicha. And then what happened? The fire left. Amr Abaye and says Abaye three lines at the bottom. What this comes to teach us: the fire is separating the sadikim from any other person who did not fulfill the Torah as well as he did. Amr Lei You know this coming to teach us lafuki lemar. Excludes you to oscillate Michael E. Gara. We didn't make offense for his roof, says the Gemara, but it's not really true. Vlohi. Mehave, have, he made offense. At that moment, what happened was the wind knocked down the fence. Concludes the Gemara. Amar Abchnina, Nehemiah, Bali Rice, Baba, why there's no Bali Rice on in Babel? Neshachlin, Teradin, Veshoyzin, Sechar, Shal, Hizmi. They eat beets and they drink beer grown on. His me a type of bush. You know there's no people saras, they eat beets and they drink beer and they bathe in the waters of the Mayferis of the Euphrates. Of that incredible sugya, how important we see learning Torah. Torah saves from all diseases and everything. We should do an incredible chazar of the seventh parak of Amadir. And Amir Tashem tomorrow will begin the eighth parak on Da